You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 65 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls, and I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. I truly do. Many of you have emailed me topics for episodes, and you have great ideas. I'm working on interviewing experts for some of the topics, and I wanted to let you know. Recently, a girl asked for an episode on courage, and I thought a lot of you might be interested too. I want you to ponder for a moment, what does courage mean to you? What does it look like? For me, courage means taking action, even if you're afraid. Like Elise Meyer says, do it scared. Examples of courage are all around us. Courage looks like standing up for someone, going against the odds, taking risks, facing your fears, doing the right thing, admitting you were wrong, taking responsibility, failing and trying again. Courage takes inner strength and mental stamina. And there are different types of courage that we experience. For instance, physical courage, the courage to protect or help someone or courage when facing a physical challenge. For instance, uh, firefighters need courage. Doing something dangerous carefully like rock climbing needs courage or playing a sport can even take courage. Then there's moral courage, the courage to do what's right, even when it's harder or even when you're outnumbered. Examples include speaking out about issues or injustice or standing up for what you believe in. We've seen a rise in moral courage over the past few years, and it's a nice change. Then there's emotional courage, the courage to face your fears or even feel through difficult emotions. It might involve uh, talking about something personal, sharing your feelings, even if you could be rejected, or asking for help from a friend or a parent or counselor. That takes courage. There's intellectual courage, the courage to question and think for yourself. This reminds me of the book, Think Again by Adam Grant. And uh, that book made me rethink everything I thought I knew. Intellectual courage uses critical thinking, considers multiple perspectives, and is being willing to change your mind. Scientists, political leaders, and everyday people need intellectual courage. We also can have social courage, the courage to reach out to people and build relationships. For example, trying to make new friends takes courage. Uh, being yourself, even if people don't like you. Going to social events, even though you're not very outgoing. All those things take courage. Can you think of times in your life when you needed physical courage, moral courage, emotional courage, intellectual courage, or even social courage? Maybe you realized that you use courage a lot more often than you thought. Courage isn't something you either have or you don't either. Courage is a skill that can be strengthened through practice. Practice makes progress, right? So here are some ideas to help you develop courage. First, identify your fears. What things 
situations or events make you feel nervous or scared and that you want to develop more courage for. If you're not sure, take some time to reflect on times you felt hesitant, reluctant, or anxious and freely write out your thoughts. It takes courage to recognize your fears and naming them is the first step to overcoming them. Next, give yourself a goal. Commit to growing courage in one of the fears you identified. It could be trying something new, like playing a sport, strengthening your speaking skills with a debate class, taking on your stage fright by trying out for the school play, or daring to lead by running for student council position. The goal should challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone. That's where courage builds and the growth happens. Next, you need to make small steps with your new goal set. Break it down into smaller steps to achieve your goal. For a new sport, you could create a practice schedule and set up a scrimmage with friends and work with a teammate to strengthen your skills. So those are the steps. Remember the SMART goals from episode six? You can re-listen to that to help you make a plan to reach a goal. Take good risks. Those are different from bad risks or risky behavior, all right? Good risks stretch you. They teach you to trust yourself and show you what you're capable of achieving. If you only play small, you'll never see how high you can reach. So find out and you'll probably find some courage too. You also need to show yourself compassion. Treat yourself like you would treat a close friend. Be aware of your self-talk and be kind as you work toward your goal. You'll also need to be patient with yourself. Remember that you're trying to develop new abilities and that takes time. Dare to fail. Everyone makes mistakes and fails sometimes. Instead of kicking yourself when you're down, be understanding and forgiving when you mess up. There is still growth within those experiences. Reflect on what you can learn and have the courage to try again. Set up support. Who are the people in your life who believe in and encourage you? Your family, friends, teachers, other trusted adults. These are your support system. They can help you grow courage as you face your fears and take risks. Surround yourself with people who support you. Next, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is all about being present in a moment, along with being aware of your senses, you know, what you see, hear, feel, touch, smell, etc. Mindfulness is also noticing your thoughts and your feelings without judging them. It helps strengthen our self-awareness as we observe and process our emotions. Mindfulness helps us stay tuned into ourselves so we can think clearly and choose our actions intentionally. Also, see your success. Imagine yourself achieving your goal. Picture in detail as if it already happened. What would that look like? How would it happen? And how would you feel? If you can see it in your mind, you'll believe it is possible. This can strengthen your courage to do what it takes to make it really happen. And finally, allow both courage and fear. Having courage doesn't mean you won't have fears. It means taking action even if you're scared. Courage helps your belief in yourself be bigger than your doubts. Believe that you can.
Growing courage doesn't happen overnight. It develops with continued practice and grows through consistency. Be inspired by others' courage and inspire others with yours too. Like the live action Cinderella movie, have courage and be kind. To help you with this, I created a Grow Courage poster for you to print out, personalize, and post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 65 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, get on the email list too. If you have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. You can send an email, tweens get the okay from your parents, email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 65 of the 10 for teens and tweens podcast by empowerful girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.